What's up, everybody? Hi, everybody. Uh, we're back with Hood Politics. Um, today, we're going to be discussing the 30 most influential people in 2018 for the culture. Um, and we're going to start off with music first. TJ, you want to start it off? Um, hold on. Before we start with music, the, the category... The, uh, uh, the top 30 that we have are... We split them up in categories as far as for music, entertainment, and sports. Because those are like three of the biggest things in our culture right now. The, You know, those are the movers and shakers. So for music right now, you want to go to the first person? Yes, of course. Okay, for the first person, we have Cardi B. Um, as y'all previously heard on our other podcast, y'all know I'm a big Cardi B fan. Uh, she had a wonderful 2018. She dropped the top 10 album of the year. She had a baby. She got married and still stayed on the grind. Still performing. Still doing music videos. Still dropping singles. Still doing features. Plans to do another album this year, which I feel she shouldn't. She hasn't even done a tour yet, but the way TJ explained it to me is she could do both and because she in such high demand, I guess it would be typical. It would be practical for her to drop another album. Um, but she just had a tremendous year just watching her come up from love and hip hop and Instagram and, you know, dancing and just everything. Just the transformation <laughs> is just amazing. She's she's number one on my list for sure. Um, for Cardi, I mean the evolution of Cardi is just, like, amazing, like, for 2018, like, the, what she did coming from, I think, 2017, Cardi dropped, like, four mixtapes, like, nothing really, like, hit hard, or nothing really, like, caught the fans' attention, but when she dropped Bodak Yellow on that last mixtape, everything just took off for her from that point on, Mm -hmm. like, she was just a superstar and like you knew ooh, excuse me you knew Cardi was a problem when Nikki started dressing her and Nikki was the top dog and Nikki had to address everything that Cardi would do or say or you know she she wanted people to pick a side like she you knew from that point on that Cardi was here and she was a force you know what I'm saying like she just felt threatened from that whole like just the Cardi movement, like I mean, like we said on the previous podcast, Cardi is the the. Well, I don't know if she's the first female rapper or, or one of the first rappers in general to have every song on her album go gold. Like that's a hell of an accomplishment, and I, I mean for for two thousand eighteen, Cardi got to be considered one of the MVPs, like the most valuable player, the most valuable artist. Like she just. She killed everything she touched. I mean, she had a I mean a phenomenal year. Yeah, she did. And and um Invasion of Privacy just went two times platinum. Oh, she two. went double platinum? Yeah, oh, so okay. yeah. I mean it's it, it just was something really good to see. I'm I'm proud of Cardi B. I'm proud of her. Like she my family member, I say she my cousin, my sister. So um so yeah, um Congrats to Cardi B. Um, I hope 2019 is just as good as 2018 was for her. She she deserves it. Um, you know, she did have a couple instances like the fight with Nicki Minaj and 
and things like that. And I know a lot of people still, you but know. But that's Cardi, though. I don't think. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, that don't take away from her year. I mean, I don't think if so. anything, like, it helped. Excuse me. It helped, like, like. She she was so big that they had she had brands jumping into arguments with her and Nicki mm-hmm. like Fashion Nova was it Louis Vuitton or I don't know I don't yeah, remember the exact yeah. the exact people but like they they jumped in the beefs with her and Nicki on social media like picking a side mm-hmm. and that and that's huge you know what I'm saying and for them to pick her side over Nicki who's more polished been in the game longer has a bigger fan base at the time but just Cardi is, she just winning right now, and it's tough to, it's tough to take that that spot from her right now. I think she's gonna be the top female rapper, or mm-hmm. just somebody of force in New York, or just hip hop for a very long time. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, New York had a real good year in hip hop. They had a pretty good year in hip hop. Yeah, six Car- nine. Cardi yeah. six nine. Um, I don't. Hove, 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 like they just they they do everything. Yeah, like, they do everything. I mean, like, activism. Yeah, like I mean, like shoot, Hove helped Wayne with his taxes, mm-hmm. millions of dollars out. to taxes. He had um Hove helped me get out of jail. He checked Offset about calling Beyonce the B word. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did you see the video? No, I didn't. So, like, the video, right? Hove walk up to him, and Beyonce in the back like this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> and Hove, oh, yeah, you got to look up the video. Was that at, was that before the album? Because I, I, don't, I don't know was it before, but it was just like, I don't, I don't think it was a problem, but yeah, it was just, just like, like yeah, yeah, just like, you know, don't call my wife a, how, you know, it's, you know. Something the man, it was just like a man to man thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like he, it was like oh, beef or yeah. he ain't even look like he was coming at offset aggressive, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it's just a fact of that. But I mean, another thing, like, they like, besides the Obamas, they the first black family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, I mean, Beyonce had a, a relatively quiet year for her music wise, but she did Coachella. Yeah. Beachella. Uh, Beachella. 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 Whatever it is. She shut it down. And I'm somebody who was not a Beyonce fan, but Beyonce has made me become a member of the Beehive just because of what she did at Coachella. The Car- the Carter's album, I still feel, is one of the most underrated albums of 2018. I don't think people respected that album as much as they should have. Just to... Because I personally didn't know how a Beyonce and Jay-Z album would sound together. Because they've done so many songs. I just thought, well, why would they want to do an album? But Beyonce gave us more bars on there than Jay-Z did. And not only did they... They they have gave given us a lot of music. 
All the music hasn't been great. Mm-mm. So it was like, eh, like, I want it, but I, I could do without it. Right, like, right. If it don't happen, it don't happen. You know what I'm saying? But they exceeded, I think they exceeded everybody's expectations mm-hmm. as far as like that album went. Like, it was a really good album that came out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like they're unapologetically black, which I appreciate. You know, they, they rep black people everywhere they go. Um, even from the concerts, just having Meat Mill up on the thing, his his jail pictures, and representing Colin Kaepernick, they Halloween costumes when they did Flojo, and Tony Braxton, and Jay-Z did the dude that um, held up the fist at the Olympics. I mean, just... Just everything about them just screams black excellence. You can't do nothing but appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you could put them on this list for the, probably the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next 10 years, the past five years, mm-hmm. like, I mean, they just, together, they like, uh, I don't want to be green, but they goals. Yeah. I mean, even they though they had, they had they, you know, problems, mm-hmm. but everybody have their problems. And I mean... We would have never known about their problems mm-hmm. if they didn't put it in their music. Right. I mean, we knew something went on in the elevator, but we never knew what. We still don't. Yeah. I mean, know. I mean, but we know it had to do something with Hove and, and what happened. Mm-hmm. We, we know that much, but at that point, we didn't know why she. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We just it could have gotten an argument. They, right. you know, it could have been something. You know, but we people speculated, but we we would have never known. If Lemonade didn't come out, mm-hmm. and then whole put out four four four, and then they came with this, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know if whole cheated, bro. It might have been. It might have been a marketing plan. Hope cheated. It might have been a marketing he plan, cheated. dog. He I don't know, dog. It was just too well put together he how cheated. they came with Lemonade. The Lemonade, the, she explained, and then whole came on his side, and then they came back together. I mean, I don't know, man. He, he, I'm sure he cheated, but just the way they handled their relationship, just just thinking about when they first got together, it was we didn't know if they were together for like five years straight. They did so many songs. And they never acknowledged that they were together, even though we knew mm-hmm. they got married in private. She had her children kind of private. Like, the mm-hmm. way they live their lives is it's just a good example to me of how majority of these celebrities should keep their relationships. Like, just the, the privacy factor, how they work things out on their own. And it, it's respectable. It's, it's good not to see. I don't want to see Jay-Z and Beyonce going back and forth on... <laughs> On Instagram, <laughs> I don't want to see that. If I ever see that, I'm just I'm gonna. I think I might it. delete Instagram. Yeah, I want to delete all my social media. I never want to see that. So I, I mean, just, I just respect everything. The do. way they carry their relationship is like, I mean, like how I'm trying to do mine. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like mm-hmm. I mean, you got. <laughs> I hate your guts. Yeah, but uh, like you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like if you can't. Before, like, even though they it is strong, and like before they even let us know they were together, they built something so great that mm-hmm. nothing could tear them down. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just that's what a lot of, especially in our generation, everybody feel like you're not together if it's not on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's not on Facebook, if if, if you're not a, a MCM or a WCW, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's a good, you know. Yeah, they, they, that's that's definitely how I want to have my relationships. I 
I never been the one to like post boyfriends and stuff. And the one time I did it, it was trash. So I learned my lesson on that. What um, one time was that? I, I won't mention his name on my podcast. But wait, wait. That's the only person I ever posted. And I've Dang, never done it again. Is. Yeah, it's, okay. as soon as I posted, it was just straight garbage. So I, I've never done that again. But, I, I mean, they were pretty much married and everything before we even really seen anything. I mean, for me, for me, with, like, the social media and posting, it's it's mostly the women. It's mostly the women that yeah. want it. They just want to prove. But they just want to prove They want the likes. People. They want yeah. the likes and, ah, oh, this Make man. people mad and all yeah, that stuff but, like I that. Mean, in all reality, that's not. I mean, there's so many ancient women like they just want the they just want you more because of that. Mm-hmm. Women, People don't understand women that. love something they can't have. Correct, correct, correct. And it's crazy. You're like, not wrong. You're not like, wrong. As soon as you post the nigga, they ready to hop in your DM, yeah, tell sure. you about what he done did. Or, you used to talk to him, or what? We off on a tangent. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But I mean, I mean. I mean, we, we on our uh, Joe Button podcast. Yeah, we on our Joe Button podcast. But I mean, like, bro, you don't understand when you post somebody. The it depending on who, if this person got any type of anything, mm. that's ten, that's ten, fifteen people. That's now like they interest on went up in him, yeah. or him or her. Yeah, I don't want y'all to know who I talk to because, all right. I ain't grown all that much yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I post my, I post mine, and you say the wrong thing, it's gonna be an issue. Let matter of fact, let's just move on to the next person. Oh, uh, the next person we have is <laughs> the next person we have on the docket is um Drake. I mean Drake, Drake, Drake. Had, yeah, Drake is Drake. I mean Drake have a good year every year, just like we said about the Carters. He'll probably be on the list for the next ten years. He dropped Scorpion, which. Had mixed reviews at first. I want to say it wasn't badly. <laughs> he had received. mixed reviews on this podcast. He definitely did. Um, I want to say it was badly received at first, but I still feel like Scorpion. If it was a shorter album, it probably would have been. Probably would have been. I don't know. I don't know. It might have been my favorite album of the year if it would have been shorter. Um, I didn't like it at first. It had to grow on me. Um and especially after I seen Kendrick, I mean tour, it definitely had to uh, grow on me. Like, both slash. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but um, it had to grow on me, and then I had the privilege of seeing him in concert, and that's the best concert I, one of the best concerts. It's like top three concerts I've been to, um, my life. Just the way he does the production on his shows, the stage settings, just everything, and. He bodied his features that he, per usual, I mean, I don't even know if we have to really go into a deep dive on Drake because... The nigga really made me think it, it The nigga really made me reconsider if I really wanted my 350s. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not wearing no Yeezys. Kanye ain't messed that up anyway. He ain't ever got to worry about me wearing no that Yeezys. That nigga had me looking crazy at the 350s, mm-hmm. but I mean... The reason why I will, I put Drake on here, yeah, Drake had a, a good year, but I mean, it was some people that we could have put. Excuse me, but the reason why I did is how he persevered through the whole push of beef, mm-hmm. even you know with everything that happened, and a lot of people looked at Drake funny because of that that that, that, like that, that beef. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like how you know, uh, push is still body though. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but you know, everybody looks looked at him differently and how he was expecting one thing from Push and Push went and did what he do. He went and got dirty, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like the way he bounced back and he went in and, and made a couple new songs for his album and changed the little frame of it and you know, he gave us you know, I think he gave us a, a, a solid project once, like I think my 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 Drake, I don't want to say hatred, but my me looking at the nigga funny or feeling some type of way about him, you know, went away. Like then it was like, damn, boy, my ties hard, yeah. blue tint hard. Jaded like, was hard. Jaded is one of the best songs. Eight out of like, eight out of ten hard. Like you know what I'm saying? Like in my feelings is hard, even mm-hmm. though I it 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 got bad because of. The, the dance, you know what I'm saying? But, like, the the song was hard. And the one thing I will always give Drake, if you get a Drake feature, he go he go drag his nuts across that, that, that mic. That mm-hmm. nigga is go get busy every yeah. single time, dog. Yeah. Like, and I, and I respect him for that because that nigga gets busy on the mic. Okay. Um, do we have anything else to say about Drake? Nah, I ain't got nothing to say about Drake. Okay, who we have next? Um, Doc. Next, it's my New York brethren. Um, six nine. Um, the reason why I was going for six nine, I said six nine should be on this, and I think you agreed. Is just like you couldn't like pick up your your social media apps and not see that nigga on there beefing with somebody and flaming their ass. Mm-hmm. Like, him and 50 going at it, even though it was jokingly, them niggas was hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's who I should... 50 should have been on there too just because he just funny as fuck. Uh, like, I ain't fucking with 50. I don't, I'm sorry not like 50 cent, but that's that what nigga, I'm That nigga hilarious, dog. Okay, but uh, him with 50, him with... um. Uh, Chief Key, uh, Chief Key, Trippy Red, Trippy Red. Uh, he that beef nigga, with everybody. That nigga beef with YG, mm-hmm. bro. The YG video when he was like, "Oh man, this was my shit when I was younger." Tooted and booted, dog. That <laughs> jump was so funny, dog. But then, like, cause I I never really listened to his music at that point. I just social media, social mm-hmm. media, and then I listened to a couple songs. I mean. He's not the most lyrical rapper like how I like to listen to, but like he makes some um, something you would listen to in a club mm-hmm. or something that'll get you hyped for something. Like mm-hmm. if you was about Ready to play to a fight sport, are you about to play? Or, yeah, you about to bump somebody mm-hmm. like stupid, the stupid song, yeah, stupid, crazy. um, like the Fifi song. Like they they just sound good when you going out or mm-hmm. if you out. The stupid song is just a turn up song. You know what I'm saying? That'll make everybody get the bouncing and jump like mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, he was shit. Other than, I mean, besides Cardi, he had, he was one of the biggest, like, him Him and New York had two of the biggest, like, top five rappers in the, uh, of the mm-hmm. year last year between him and Cardi. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, strange to say in 2018, now in 2019, but, I mean, I'm still, I mean, I even. 
Shit, I like the Dummy Boy for the most part. Like, Which I mean, that is? The, um, his album he got after he got um, oh, locked okay. up. I mean, shit, him going to jail made, you yeah, know Yeah, that what was saying? a big deal because I was heavily invested in that. Niggas thought he was trolling. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, the nigga got the Fed troll mm-hmm. when he went to Chicago and was out there at, you know, oh, early in the morning mm-hmm. on O-Block. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, they get, like... I hope he get out, because, I mean, the nigga funny. You know, my social media ain't as funny. And, I mean, he got he got talent. So, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I would love for him to get out and, and be able to continue doing what he doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have too much to say about 6 9 TJ pretty much said it all. Um, yeah, I mean, he had, even if it wasn't for music, he had one of the biggest years on Instagram, social media, period. I mean, he had me locked in just to see his antics. But I like a couple of his songs. I like the the sticky, uh, got the blicky. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that go hard. But, I mean, I'm not a 6 9 fan or anything, but we just got to acknowledge, you know, what he did for the culture this year. That's, that's all we got for 6 9 yeah, too? that's all. Okay, now... Let's move on to my favorite person on the list other than Cardi B. We're going to go to Joe Button. Yeah. Okay. We, um, we're going to go to Joe Button. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joey. Uh, Joe. Really, really, I should have put Joe Maul and Roy. Yeah, they we, should've, all, we really should have put all side of them. Side note, they all needed their own love. But, you, you know, we can mention all of them. Right yeah, there. but Joe... Button, besides Cardi B to me, had the best 2018. I mean, the way the podcast has taken off. He has State of the Culture. He has the pull-up. And after Everyday Struggle, you know, nobody really knew what was going to happen to Joe Button. Yeah, he had the podcast, but the podcast hadn't reached the level that it is now at that moment. Um, I Joe Button is one of my biggest inspirations to watch. He really one of the reasons why me and TJ really are trying to get our shit together with this podcast, just to listen to him, just to see the transformation. I mean, Joe Button was on hella drugs. He was considered a one-hit wonder. Nobody liked him. He beefed with pretty much everybody. To see that he is now the go-to person that people look at to for music critiques and just to hear his point of view on different situations. He's mad. He's about to get married. He has a child. He has two children. He just had a baby. I mean, it's just I'm say don't forget. Yeah, about, I, I forgot about Trey. Ju- yeah, Trey. Um, <laughs> and then Trey. you know, special shout out to Maul and Rory and Parks. Savon, Erickson, and everybody, but Joe Button is just a true inspiration. I really feel like that's my uncle. I hope, goals is I hope I get to meet him and just, you know, thank him for everything he did for the culture as far as as podcasting, hip-hop commentary, as he liked to call it. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about my boy. That's that's my boy, though. Man, um, Joe Button... Like she said, is is one of our biggest musical uh, inspirations as far as like doing this podcast. But like what they do is what we wish to accomplish. Like the heights, not even if that big, but just have 
you know, a small, some small success with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they just, it's hilarious. Like, how, it's just the chemistry that they have. Of course, they, they all homeboys. So, it's it's a lot easier. It's not really like a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like they just having conversations twice a week about, you know, shit that's going on mm-hmm. in, in, in the culture. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we hope to do. Because, you know, me and Bina have been friends for a while. And that's what... We hope to do, you know what I'm saying, is, you know, just, it doesn't seem like it's, we writing stuff down. We just want to have conversations. We want to have a few talking points and, and we just, you know, just kick it and have conversations. Um, Like, I've always was a, a fan of Joe Button, the rapper, because, you know, he, he rapped, his music was what I like to listen to, real lyrical stuff. You know what I'm saying? So just him, Bina's the one who put me on this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I would see it, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to look at no damn Joe Button podcast. Mm-hmm. But Bina, TJ, you got to watch the Joe Button podcast. All right, Bina. I think I watched it one time. I watched it, but then, then I went back again. And, like, I watch every episode. Or I listen. I listen to every episode. Mm-hmm. I don't always watch it on YouTube. But, like, Joe Button, his, the year he had from... You know, what he he got fired from every struggle from this year too. Two thousand seventeen. Oh, seventeen. And his like his rebrand as he likes to call mm-hmm. it like was just Crazy. big. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, several shows he got the um he got the TV show on Diddy Station. Mm-hmm. Um, pull up the pull up junk. I mean, and 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 you know you big when you got. A fucking Instagram account called Joe Button Outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all should <laughs> like, follow that. All page. his out, all his old outfits, Joe Button outfits, bro. It's just hilarious. Like Joe Button was really one of the the big the big movers in 2018. Mm-hmm. Like who who's going to even have a bigger 2019? Because mm-hmm. um now like he's like he's go. I'm he, I'm not gonna say a media. He could be like a, a small media mogul as far as like pushing the culture into this new phase that we're going to get into with podcasting mm-hmm. and just media, a new brand of media. Yeah. Um, we just want to say thank you, Joe Button. Hopefully you hear our podcast one day, but <laughs> I mean, the rebrand is crazy, man. I don't know. I just I just smile when I think of Joe Button because, like TJ said, TJ always been a fan of the music. I like Joe Button music too, but I've always been a fan of Joe Button the person because I watch Love and Hip Hop. So to see how he was when he was with Tahiri and, you know, with his drug addiction and everything and just to see the level that he's gotten to now. I mean, I'm watching you. I'm looking on Instagram and I'm seeing you on pictures with Hove. Like, that's big. Yeah. That's big. So, shout out to Joe Budden. In my opinion, you had the biggest 2018 besides Cardi B. Um, just a big inspiration to us. And we just want to say thank you, man. I don't know. I just get so happy when I talk about Joe Budden. But let's go to the let's go to the next person. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I guess I'll go to the next person. All right. So, we have QC. I have a QC bias. I like everybody on QC for the most part. Yeah, we know. Um, QC you, had a... If you've listened to this podcast, yes, you know that. I have a QC bias. Um, QC had an incredible year um, between Lil Baby, City Girls, Migos, Cardi, Gunna... No, Gunna on YSL. Um, 
Who else they got on? They got somebody else on QC. I mean, but I just can't. that line. Uh, yeah, just that lineup right there. I mean, and um, the guys that's over QC, um, P and Coach K, um, sh- street dudes that use the street hustle mentality that they had when they was out there to bring it to music and to have the roster that they have and have the year that they, I mean, they literally controlled majority of the year last year. Um, they had pretty much nothing but hits. I mean, QC was a big deal. It wasn't, you, you can't even talk about 2018 without mentioning QC just cause of what they did for, Music in the South. I mean, South. the South is big anyway, but to see what they did with the City Girls. I mean, City Girls been doing mixtapes and things of that. City um, Girls been doing mixtapes and things of that nature. Me personally, I never thought City Girls would be to the height that they're at now. But to see that QC took a chance on them and said, yeah, let's go ahead and sign these girls because we know what they're going to do for the culture. We missing that sound. Like, that's that old Trina, Miami sound. Let's put that back out. We need that. That's missing. I mean, they had Cardi B, but Cardi B is hard New York bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have the girl. We we didn't have what the City Girls have to see what they did with Lil Baby, how he's now like a... Everybody loves Lil Baby. I mean... Lil Baby had a huge Lil year. Lil Baby had a huge year. I mean, Migos have a... Huge year every year. Um, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of culture too, but I mean they did a tour with Drake. The album still went double platinum. I mean QC was the label that ran everything this yeah, year. Uh QC right now they 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 running the South as far as like they have basically all the new major mm-hmm. major hitters in the South as you know what I'm saying, like if you in Atlanta and you want a deal, you got to go through crew QC right mm-hmm. now. I mean, like, that's just what it is. And, I mean, the way they approach things, the way they, the, their 2018 plan was not only well executed, but just the vision to have that type of plan where Baby dropped two albums and a joint album with someone. With um, Gunna. With, yeah, with Gunna. Um, City Girls dropped, what, two albums? Two albums. Two albums. The Migos, you could say they dropped two albums because almost they all had solo three. albums. They all you had say solo three. Albums. They did Culture Two, Take Out the His album, and um, Quavo did. His yeah, album. yeah. I, I was saying just two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, only person that didn't drop a solo album was um, Offset, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that would have probably been the best one. That, that is going to be the best one. So I mean. Um, like just what QC did and what they're gonna do. I mean, twenty twenty nineteen. I just know like they go be. They might sign somebody who we never heard of and blow them up. Don't they got twenty one Savage? Nah, QC ain't got twenty one. Twenty one signed up. Hey, I could have swore because I remember when. Because uh, the reason why I asked that because I remember it was an article. No, they got Lil Uzi. They got somebody. They, they got, got somebody else because I remember... Um, it is somebody. That's why I say I can't remember uh, who else they I got, remember but they, they got was, somebody. Um, dang. Dang. See, now we need a savior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, Savon, look, look, hey, look, look it up, up and read it to yourself. Oh, uh, let me see. Dang. Um, 
Cause I remember um somebody was talking about they asked somebody who you picking out of Nikki and um out of Nikki and um Cardi and they was like I'm rocking with Cardi you know. Oh, they got Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid, that's who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't that nigga. Um, uh, let me. Uh, yeah, Lil Yachty. Yachty, that's who it is. Forgot about. I said Yachty. Uzi. Okay. Yeah, it, it was Yachty. Forgot about Yachty. Yeah, R- Rich the Kid was on there. He was on. Oh yeah, he was. He not on there. No and more. Jose Guapo. Okay. I never heard a song from that nigga. Somebody I know used to love that nigga though. Um. Yeah, but QC, I feel like they did their thing for for twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. man. Like it was it was crazy for them. So the next person we have. My uh, uh, Meek Meek Mill, mm-hmm. um, like how his year started. I don't think anybody thought it would end the way it did. Mm-hmm. What he, st- I, he most of the big top of the year he was in jail. Mm-hmm. He was in jail. What the first six seven months? Yeah, half of the year. Um. He came out, yeah, he came out during the NBA season. So, yeah, he was in jail till like, October. It was the Super Bowl when he got out. Nah, uh-uh. No, it was the, it was the, East. NBA, it was the, because yeah. Philly was, um. It was a playoff game. Right it was there. the playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a playoff game, because he came home. And he went to the game. And he went to the game. So, he got out in, what, about May? May? June? April, May? Nah, June finals. Okay, So, yeah. about April, early April. Late April, early May. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at first, he was real quiet musically. He was on his um, Meek Luther King, mm-hmm. you know, talking about justice reform and, um, I mean, prison reform and, and, you know, just trying to get people who are wrongly convicted of crimes, you know, they're just due or whatever. But the first, the first project he dropped, the little EP, I can't think of the name of it off the mm-hmm. top of my head. Some a legend, ain't it? Yeah, some a legend. Mm-hmm. He had, um, he had dangerous. He had dangerous. Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. Um, he came with something that made us be like, okay, me, we see you. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, he wasn't dropping a lot of music. Mm-hmm. He 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 wasn't getting. He didn't have a lot of features. Um, you know what I'm saying? And but. Then he dropped the two songs from from championships, Oodles and Noodles Baby, and Uptown Vibes, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, me, I I see the vision, brother, I mm-hmm. see the vision, and I just, I mean, championships to me, I mean, not only is it is is Meek's best album, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think it can eventually go be called a classic, um, cause I mean, I feel like. Only record I really don't like on there is the song with is the song with Future and um with Future and them. Yeah. Um that's just I just that I don't ain't think your it, vibe. I don't that think is it not fit your vibe. in that album yeah. like what he was trying to accomplish. But I mean, I think it's a borderline. I think it would be considered a borderline classic. I mean, the pain and the and, and what he what 
when me getting and talking about his black people and we need to do this and he get his struggle bag. That nigga his struggle bag elite. Yeah, like his. I mean, ain't too many rappers hood struggle bag. Ain't too many rappers got the hood struggle bag. Me, dog. Like don't nobody do that but him and Jay to me. Him and yeah, yeah. Like they. I mean, like. That man, he he was he was preaching like I almost I almost gave that man a standing ovation at one point in time when I first listened to the album. Mm-hmm. Like he really did his thing and like, I mean I always been a Meek fan. Like I I thought I thought he could have handled the Drake beef better as far as I don't think he like planned it. I don't think he thought Drake was gonna come as hard and and it kind of took him back. It took him a little minute to regroup, and, and when he did start dropping music, it, it was like too late. Nobody wanted to hear it now. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like his twenty, his twenty eighteen, I think, set him up to have an even bigger twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Like drop another album towards the end of the year, kill features, tour. tour. I'm going to. I gotta go to his show. I'm going. I'm going to one of them shows. Probably yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta, Philly. We gotta go to one of them. Yeah. Um, oh, it was, and you done with me? Or you still talking about me? His features. Uh, oh, he gave me a lot of um, a lot of captions too, bro. Like mm-hmm. I felt them. I felt a lot of lyrics on that song, especially. Whew, but I felt a lot of lyrics on that album, boy. Yeah. Um, I mean, my take on Meat Mill. Meat Mill had the best album of the year to me. Um, to see, like TJ said, to see him be locked up after the year, come out and basically take over the end of 2018. I mean, that's all everybody talked about was, I mean, Meat Mill pretty much took up the whole, if you think about it, he took up the whole 2018. We were so worried about Meat Mill getting out of jail yeah. all year. He got out and he showed and proved and dropped, in my opinion, the best album of the year. Like we said, when Meat getting his struggle and hood and black people back, it's unstoppable. He, to me, he's the next coming of Jay-Z. I think that's why Jay-Z fought with him as hard as he do because he know that. Like, Meat got back his mixtape back to me. He got back his Dream Chaser, Dream, Dream Chaser mixtape um, thing to me. And to see him get out of jail and be so mature and, you know... He's just like a totally different person than me now. I, I've always liked Meat Meat Mill music, but I did not. I was not a fan of Meat Mill as a person. Um, But as he stated, you know, he was on drugs and stuff like that. And, and that does affect, you know, the way you act. So now that he's clean and sober, we're seeing a different Meat. We're seeing a, a grown, a grown, more mature version of Meat. Him and Drake squashed their beef this year. That was really, last year, that was really big. Um, I think he's going to have an amazing 2019. I think his tour is going to be amazing. I think he's going to do amazing features. I think he's going to body everything. Um, I think he's going to get a girlfriend this year. Hopefully it's me. Um, (laughs) I just, I just, I'm I'm excited for Meat Mill. Um, I'm proud of the things that he did last year. He's in his activism bag. I mean, it's just. Wonderful to see. It's just good to see people come out of a situation that they probably never thought they would come out of and just to exceed what exceed everybody's expectations is always a good thing. It's, it's, emotion, it's inspirational and it's 
definitely inspiring. Hey, bro. That nigga Meek said, I work too hard for my name to let a bitch throw mud on me. Mm-hmm. I felt that. He was talking about Nicki. I don't care what he I said. felt that. Yeah. I felt everything. Bro, like, like I felt that. That nigga said, I done got bougie, more confident and cockier. Since I got some money, bitches suck that dick more sloppier. That nigga been that nigga was in his yeah, bag. Yeah, he was going on in. that funk flex freestyle. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And that that respect the game is is top. Respect the game respect and trauma the game. like top five songs I done ever heard in my Bro, life. Respect the game, rule number one. Never hope, never caught your homie pocket thinking you deserve it. Like rule number two. But that's like n- bad. Never fuck a bitch. Never fuck a bitch that a never cuff a bitch that a fuck you for some purses. Yeah, he he went in. Um, I mean, we can go on by meat meal all day. We meat meal fans. We yeah. we definitely heavy, have a meat meal bias. So heavy dream chasers over here. But um, this podcast will have heavy meat meal um bias. Yeah, we we're just gonna let you know now. We have a meat meal bias. I have a Cardi B bias. We have we a have Joe Button bias. Yeah, Cardi we have Joe. a Cardi B bias. Meet Cardi and Joe, you can't tell us nothing bad about it. Yeah, I have a City Girl bias. Um, it's just a few people that we just gonna always speak highly of for the most part. Um, so we're gonna get into the next person, which is gonna be Travis Scott. I have a Travis Scott bias. Well, I did. Um, I I'm starting. He's starting to look a little funny to me. He's looking funny. He's looking like, funny. He's yeah. looking, he looking a little Kanye-ish. He's he looking, yeah, he, he looking a little Kanye-ish. Wait, wait, hold up. Nah, nah, cause I, was, I don't know if you heard Uncle Murder rap up. You know, Uncle Murder I didn't finish it. Rap up. I didn't finish it. I, Travis Scott said that uh, Mike Brown deserved what he yeah, got. Yeah, you ain't see that interview? It was an old interview they done pulled up where he was like, Basically, like, we need to be listening to what the police say. We don't know if he did something before that, all that, like that. So, yeah, he, he looking a little coonish. And I I don't respect anybody that fuck with a Kardashian. But that's just me. But that's not going to take away from what Astroworld did for the culture last year. Astroworld was hands down the best production on an album I heard last year besides Pusha T, maybe. Um, he had the best production. Um... The sound of Astro World. Travis Scott is not somebody you look to for lyrics. He's somebody I always say you look to for a vibe. His album, you could turn up, you could lay back and chill. And then the Coffee Bean record, it gave you like a little, like a little open mic type of vibe. Um, I've always been a tra- a big Travis Scott fan. I'm a big fan of production. Period. Um, anybody who does. Good production like that. I'm pretty much a fan of um, the the features that he had on the album were amazing. Just the just the way he put that album together from start to finish was perfect. He had to me the best cohesive album. Everything just flowed so perfect. Um, but yeah, he looking a little coonish right now. But as far as music wise, Astro World was a big deal. I mean, we seen the Astro World things. You know, the little statues everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the album art was dope. Um, the tour seems like it's lit. I did plan on going. But if he's going to keep up this buffoonery, I probably won't support him. <laughs> um, but he, he had a good year. He had a baby this year. I guess he Stormy. engaged. Um, I don't really know. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I got on Travis Scott at this point. Um, I don't really have much to say. Travis, he had a solid album. Um, like I like she said, it wasn't. It's not the most lyrical guy, so you know that's not something I tend to 
look for much, but I mean, he had a solid album. I mean, I liked it. I put it in my top ten. Um, Stop trying to be God mm-hmm. was one of my favorite songs on that mug. But uh, you know, Travis is a solid, uh, a solid artist. Um, and I think he'll have a really big nineteen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so next we have we got two people. Um, we got Push and Ye because they they years were kind they were kind they kind of coincided each other. Mm-hmm. Um, f- for Push, I mean, <laughs> Push, Push. <laughs> Push yeah, I mean, he dropped a a top five album of the year last year in in top many three. people's eyes. Top three, top five, mm. uh, just a top yeah damn top album. Period. Yeah, you know what I'm saying with seven Pause. songs with that that made excuse me that made it even more like a testament to how good the album was. That people are saying that it's one of the best albums when. With seven songs, with all seven songs are just hard. They, you know, they they just they bang like the production, like mm-hmm. the. I mean, I only feature I think was Jay. Was Jay the only person? Ross. Ross. Oh yeah, Ross. Um, what would Meek do? Um, he took the jabs at um Drake on Infrared. I mm-hmm. think it was. Um, and then you know. The beef, mm-hmm. the how he set, as we said on the last podcast, as he big brother Drake, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. Drake wanted to rap, Pusha wanted to bullshit. Mm-hmm. Drake ain't want to bullshit. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. I mean, he meek milled him. I mean, he mm-hmm. did. He kind of he 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 rolled reverse Drake with the uh, with the uh, how he did with Meek. I mean. The public opinion, and I mean, it was it was funny, you know what I'm saying. I think Drake could have, you know, if Drake would have kept rapping, I'm sure, I think Drake could have held his own, cause I mean that first Drake first song was raw, mm-hmm. and then I mean, I, I don't even remember how raw Pusher's song was. It's just the dirt that Pusher dropped in yeah, the song. It was just, it was just like, yeah, it was like oh shit, Push. I mean, then talking about forty dying, and you like. Now push like okay, I see where you going mm-hmm. with this. So, like it was just a phenomenal album, and like Yay. The reason we I I put like a slash for Yay is not him the rapper, but the production he did this year. Like it was phenomenal mm-hmm. from Tiana Taylor album, Pusha album, his album, Nas album, him and Cuddy, him and Cuddy. Um, you know what I'm saying, like. Kanye is one of the the best to ever do it on the boards. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no denying that. You know, he has some he has some buffoonery. You know, he is a buffoon. <laughs> you know, he has some buffoonery moments, but you know, hopefully, yeah. Nah, just, he ain't gonna change. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, to to back TJ off what he just said. Yeah, Pusha had a top three album of the year. Um, just to see how he almost got Drake the fuck out of here was. <laughs> Niggas had motherfucking Drizzy fans looking at Drizzy. Yeah, I mean, speak speaking as somebody that that was a heavy, avid person in the Drake fan club, he even still got me side eyeing Drake um, with that baby situation. I mean, I I never thought anybody would be able to do Drake like that, especially because Meek couldn't. But Pusha did what Meek should have did, and which is 
hit him where people are going to look at him crazy. I mean, because me, me, we know didn't make us look at him crazy mm, with saying he, nah, did, not me. he didn't write his raps. Oh, but we didn't care. No, we didn't care because me couldn't follow through. Yeah, okay. He couldn't come. He couldn't come with nothing else because after and it, if Meek would have came with some more stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he still would have lost, but it wouldn't have been a landslide loss. Yeah. It would have been like a, res- I mean, like a respected loss. Ain't nobody like sh- who lost a battle how Meek did and bounced back though. A lot of times when you lose, I mean, I don't hold. You could say hold because of Ether, but Ether ain't have niggas turning their backs on hold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, push had me looking at Drake like, ooh, you're shitty, but um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've always been a um a big Pusha fan. I think Pusha always drops incredible albums. I think Pusha T is still one of the most underrated. I think 2018 showed that he ain't nobody to fuck with. So hopefully, you know, that made more people appreciate Pusha, makes more people listen to his albums when they do drop because now y'all finally seeing what, majority as well especially me and tj what we've been seeing with pusha t um he had one of the best songs of the year on the album that santeria i think is very underrated the production on that is crazy um yeah and to speak on yay i mean i don't like kanye y'all know how i feel about him i think he's a coon um he's an idiot um but i can't deny the production that he did on those albums that he dropped they were incredible. Even though I might have not liked the album per se, the production was incredible. So I, I have to give him that, I guess. Um, but I'm speaking as a um, as an avid member of the Fuck Kanye fan club. We not gonna bring his ass to 2019. <laughs> so this probably gonna this probably this probably will be me and TJ last time even acknowledging this nigga because I don't like him. Um, but let's go on to the I next. I mean, person. if he does newsworthy stuff, we he will. Yeah, be we probably if he if he but gets I too mean, crazy, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but fuck the Um, so yeah, let's go to the next. Um, we had to do slash these two too because I mean we got to put both. We, in. we had to. We couldn't just pick on. Yeah, and you know these are two people that they always compare anyway. So um, we have Kendrick and of course J Cole. Um, Kendrick. He, uh, we're not gonna say he had such a big music year, but he did do the Black Panther soundtrack. He executive produced it. Um, All the Stars was a really big song off the Black um, Panther soundtrack. He won a Pulitzer <coughs> Pulitzer Prize this year. And that's huge, like the first rapper, I believe. Yeah, first that. rapper to ever do that. So kudos to Kendrick. I mean, he's one of the best MCs of our generation. Me and um, TJ once again, somebody else we have a bias about. We love Kendrick. Um, he can't do no wrong to me, so yeah, I don't. That's all I got on Kendrick. Yeah, I mean, she said everything it is to say about Kendrick. I mean, he's one of the. I think Kendrick will go down as one of the greats. Um, of this of this class of the class that's our generation. I mm-hmm. think Kendrick will be known as the best, mm-hmm. like rapper, rapper, like. Um, I think Kendrick will be go go down as the best, like. He got the most bars. He got, I mean, Cole right there with him. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, just Kendrick can't do no wrong. No, nah, Kendrick can't like, do nothing wrong. Damn, but but my nigga Cole, his twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. He started strong with Kod. 
He fizzled out a little bit, mm. but then he just started slapping niggas over the head with, with the features, verses. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That that 21, that uh the 21 verse, the J.I.D. verse, the, the Royce verse. The Royce verse. Um uh, the money bag, yo verse. Mm-hmm. I mean, called the album of the year freestyle, mm-hmm. which was my verse of the year. Cause I mean, Cole just he just been like, okay, I'm tired of you niggas talking crazy. Like, y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Let me show y'all my pin game elite, and that's what he did. And like, I mean, we'll always like we, me and Bina, been Cole fans since the warm up, mm-hmm. man. So. Like, to see Cole really go get on other niggas' tracks and, and just throw up is something that we both love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cole will have a big 2019. I really think he's going to drop, like, a mixtape or he's going to do another album. He's going to do something. Because I, I feel like the reason why Cole started doing features is because he's tired of everybody, including me, talking shit about how he needs to get on other people. Uh, yeah, us. Uh, one, we won't. Cole fans want to hear real Cole fans, not you new J. Cole fans. Fake J. Cole fans. Real J. Cole fans want to hear Jay-Z. I mean, not Jay-Z, Lord. Jay-Z, you talk about me? Yeah, no. (laughs) Real J. Cole fans want to hear J. Cole on different production. We want to hear J. Cole with features on his album. We want to hear J. Cole do features on other people's albums. Like, even, I, I, I wouldn't even be mad if he don't even do... I mean, if he don't get no features. Mm-hmm. But I just want, like, somebody to to, to do his beats yeah. more. Or just, like... Like, Forest Hill Drive, it was a different sound. Mm-hmm. But it's like he went kind of back to the same sound yeah. on KOD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just even if it's half and half, you do have to let somebody else do half... Get an executive producer. Mm-hmm. Um, niggas don't Cole Cola a fucking superstar in the game, so he mm-hmm. don't have no A and R. Ain't no ain't no nigga A and R and Cole mm-hmm. album. You know, just shit like that. Like I just need Cole to just be a little bit more versatile, switch mm-hmm. it up a little bit. We love what you do, but we just want to hear a little a little more. Yeah, like I feel like Cole could be even bigger than what he is mm-hmm. now. And, like, he cold just know, like, at the end of the day, I could be who I am and still go sell 400000 the first week, mm-hmm. 300000 the first week. But, I mean, I feel like if he just do a little more, he could go gold that first mm-hmm. week. You know I feel saying? like, unpopular opinion, J. Cole is a better rapper than Kendrick. I feel like <laughs> J. Cole need that one album, not for us Cole fans. Us Cole fans know what Cole can do. But the world need to hear what we already know. Like, the world not checking for J. Cole. J. Cole got his core fan base, which is a big fan base. Yeah. And I think the world started opening up a little bit more with K.O.D. But Cole need that one album that's going to be like, oh, shit. Like, he, like he Cole doesn't try to make a radio song. He don't. And I would like for him not to try to make a radio song, but just get... Go get a a mustard beat. Uh, I'm just that was just the first nigga that came. Get to you mind. a Justice League. Yeah, just, get you just, a No ID. Get you a yeah, like just even Blaze. even though I uh-huh. just Cole could go nuts on some Just Blaze. Beats. He'll go crazy. He, Cause just he that's that Rockefeller sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Old Rockefeller. He mm-hmm. could 
He could do He'll that. He'll body man. that shit. He'll body it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's, I mean, we just want Cole to be everybody to see what we see in Cole, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, okay, so next we have entertainment. Those were our 10 people for big years and music. For entertainment, I got to start with Issa Rae. Um, the reason why I got I said we put Issa Rae on there, well, at least I wanted Issa Rae on here, was not only for the what she does with Insecure, but like I just feel like as a woman, how she produces, she writes, she mm-hmm. she acts, like that's very rare, and that's something that a lot of women, young girls can look up to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Issa Rae is, like, she's just dope. Like, she was in the Jay-Z video. Mm-hmm. Um, She was in The Hate You Give. Mm-hmm. She was in something else. I just can't think of it off the top of my head right now. I should have wrote it down when I, I researched this. But, um, like, I just think Issa Rae is just, like... Black excellence. Yeah. And, like, the black girls... Like, she, like... When people say black girls rock, like, that's Issa Rae. Yeah, that's it. That's you know what I'm saying? It. She natural hair, no weave, mm-hmm. natural, natural face, natural body. Mm-hmm. Of course, she wears a little makeup here and there. You know, she's a actress, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's just... She's the... She's a black woman to the core. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, um... I appreciate her for that, you know what I'm saying, as w- as well as how she, you know, the things she do, like her work, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, Insecure is a great show. Phenomenal. That, you know, like... It need to be an hour. Yeah, all, all them stars, all, yeah. all them shows need to be an hour, like, you know what I'm saying, so, like, Issa Rae, she just, she just raw, mm-hmm. I just, like... That's what I got to say about Issa. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel the same way TJ pretty much do. Um, speaking as a black woman who who is living in a society where it's, where it's all about big butts and big boobs and all that like that, it's nice to see a woman who's just, who's just as important as those people for, once again, being unapologetically black. I mean, with insecure... Insecure is one of the best shows I've ever seen. And the fact that she acts and she's a writer in it. And she, I mean, she's heavily involved in Insecure. I mean, that's her. It's it's hers. Yeah. It's her show. And just to see, it's so relatable. It's her friendships and how they talk to each other. And the music that's put in the shows. And the things they go through with men and everything like that. It's just so relatable. It's a breath of fresh air. It's, it's, it's something good to look at besides reality TV. If you don't watch Insecure, I suggest you definitely binge watch it now. Um, if you haven't, it's on HBO. I think Issa Rae is one of the most incredible black women of the generation. Um, if I had a daughter right now, she definitely would be goals for her to look up to. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about Issa Rae. I just think she's incredible. Um, I cannot wait for the new season of Insecure. Um, I need to know what happened with that light-skinned man and why he just stopped coming around. Um, but, yeah, that's that's for another podcast as well. Um, so, I guess we can go to the next. I'm going to go twice. <laughs> yeah, TJ going to go on this one. Um, mm-hmm. 
The second person for entertainment I have is Kevin Hart. You know, trying to fight me about this, but like I said, like, he's the biggest person in comedy. He's a movie star. I mean, Kevin Hart, I mean, it's somebody who right now you can't leave off this list because of his personal life. Like, if that's all the only reason you're going to leave him off, that isn't fair. Because, I mean, the work he does is, you know, the work he puts in is, I mean, is second to none. I mean, what, he had flight school, Jumanji. Was Secret Life of Pets this year? No, it was last year. That was last year. Um, he had his tour this year. Yeah, the tour, like... The, the nigga was on tour for like eight months. It seemed like he was on tour for almost the whole year. It seemed like United States, uh, South, whatever, across the country tour. Like, I mean, his grind, I just respect it. And I mean, he's not the best person right now, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, players fuck up. I mean, you know, men fuck up, women fuck up. But, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he acknowledged his fuck up and, you know, he's going to move past it. I mean, I don't think that is going to hinder him from going forward in his professional life. And, I mean, his woman forgave him, so why can't we? You know what I'm saying? Why can't we? Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, Kevin Hart had a big year, I guess. Um, You know, just like he just said, he did the movies. He did the um comedy tour. I just don't appreciate that you did a comedy tour profiting off of you cheating on your wife. I think it's disrespectful. I mean but I, I, did, I don't care if his wife is okay. He didn't he did I mean but that's his comedy. He talks about his life. I mean when he talked when he was talking it? about his daddy on drugs everybody thought the shit was funny. It was years later though. Damn you ain't if his daddy was on drugs right then and now he would have talked about it. I don't know. I, I just never liked Kevin Hart like I mean I, I I wanna see when when this special go come out though. I don't know, you know I ain't watching it. Yeah. I, um. So yeah, I um. Yeah, I mean, he had a big ear. His 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 grind is definitely respectable. So yeah, I get, I don't I don't have nothing else to say about Anthony. I mean, about Kevin Hart. That's pretty much it for me. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um. Next we have. Next we have Anthony Anderson. Um. Next, we have Anthony Anderson. Um, Anthony Anderson is, of course, on Blackish. Um, I just recently found out he was an executive producer on Grownish. Um, I don't really have too much to say about Anthony Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um, I mean, I like him. I don't really I have mean, too much I, to say. This was more of TJ's pick, though. So I, I'm I, I mean, I put right. Anthony on here because of, I mean, the show Blackish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very relatable for black families, like the stuff they go through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, like last season, like him and Bo almost faced divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big deal. And, like, you know, a lot of people go through that, even if it wasn't like that, you know, they went through it at some point in their life. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just having their mom and dad looking at each other funny, you know what I'm saying? And, like, with Junior going to college, or, you know, or, um, I can't remember the daughter's name. Zoe? Zoe, yeah. Mm-hmm. The stuff with Zoe are the twins. Like, mm-hmm. it's just really relatable. And I think, like, he has a big, he's a big influence in that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then, like, the spinoff with Gronish, 
to like the how it's kind of like with Bill the Cosby Show yeah. and a different world. Mm-hmm. Like I just really like what they did there. You know what I'm saying? I I kind of wanted maybe it was asking too much for Junior to get a show because. Junior's going to an HBCU. Yeah. And Junior's weird. You know what I'm saying? Junior is funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he's a, but he's a different type of black mm-hmm. kid. He's a black kid who, who went to private school his mm-hmm. whole life. Who, who's in the like white thing. So like, I would like to see how he would navigate going to an HBCU now. What Howard? I think that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That's really why I put him on there, you know what I'm saying? I think he I think like the things that he's he's doing and gonna do moving forward is very big for the culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Oh Lord. Yeah, I'm definitely doing this. <laughs> okay, so for the next person we have Michael B. Jordan. AKA Bay. Okay, so um yeah, I mean Michael B. Jordan had an incredible year. He um did Black Panther, Killmonger which was a big movie in the culture, big movie in the world, period. I mean, black people showed up and showed out this year. That's all I got to say, but um, Wakanda forever. So, but, yeah, um, his his role as Killmonger was incredible. It was something different to see from Michael B. Jordan, just him playing pretty much a villain, but a likable villain, a villain that, that, you, respect. that you respect the reason why he's a villain. Um, of course, we had Creed 2, which was a I big deal. Wrong. Creed 2 was raw. I want to say Creed 2 was better than the first Creed, but... Niggas, niggas act like I don't want to yeah, like take it that far. I thought Creed 2 was good. I mean, it had me fully involved. I feel like it got to be a Creed 3 because Rocky got to die. Like, he yeah, they're going to they gonna have like, to kill Rocky. You got to kill Rocky eventually. Yeah, like. Rocky going to have to die off in there. And now he a dad and stuff like that. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Michael B. Jordan had a a good, just a good year. He seemed to have a good year the last couple of years, and I mean, he fine. So why not put him on here? Um, TJ, you got anything to back me up? <sighs> um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Michael. Yeah. Like she said, he had a great um thing. Um, he's a sex symbol, I guess. Um, he does a lot of, he has a lot of covers, like magazine covers. I mean, he's just like entertainment. For the next generation, I think he's going to be that go-to actor. You know what I'm saying? From, I mean, I remember him from Fruitvale Station. Wasn't he in Harbaugh? Harbaugh, yes, sir. Yeah, as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, he's a star. In the, I mean, he's already a star, but I think he's going to move into that, like, upper echelon where we see him two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In films. Um, oh, he had Fahrenheit 51 or something like that. Uh, it was a movie on HBO. Oh, okay. You probably ain't I don't know it. about that. You ain't yeah. no real fan. Um, I am a real fan, but I'm not watching that. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> All right, you better go to... <laughs> you should have. No. You oh, yeah, yeah. Let me talk about y'all. Let me okay. talk about y'all. All right. Um, how you say her last name? Shahidi. Okay, yeah. Okay, so next we have Yara Shahidi. She's the young lady who plays on Blackish, who stars in Grownish. Um, the reason I pick Yara is because I think Yara is like Michael B. Jordan gonna be a next going forward a star. She um 
she's actually a student at Harvard right now, mm-hmm. which when I seen that, I was it blew me. I was like, damn, like mm-hmm. she in, she at Harvard and she you know an actress. Mm-hmm. I think and maybe that's why she doesn't do as many films and and movies and stuff like that. She in something this year, but um, like I just feel like she's the she's gonna be a next generation of actresses that we're going to look towards and feel like I remember when she used to do this and that mm-hmm. type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of Yara Shahidi. Um, just what she's doing on Grownish, it's like the second coming a different world, kind of with a twist. Yeah. Um, and she's really heavy with activism as well, which I respect. She was real big on getting the people in her age group to vote and um she just really cares about things typically people in her age just don't care about you know she cares about the environment she cares about politics she goes to harvard like she she's definitely she's one another one of those girls who is the definition i think of black girls rock um and she will be you know one of the big people who she's going to be a go-to actress i i see her winning Emmys, I see her winning um, Oscars. I just see big things for Yara. I think she's a good person. Like her, just the the vibe I just get off her spirit just by watching her videos and everything on Instagram. Yeah, she just seems so carefree. It's just gonna be like if she really want to do. Yeah, that, if she you know want to do it. Yeah, if she want to be that the big superstar actress. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like because she has so many other. Um, outlets or so many other talents that she could tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, so next, I'm going to let Bina do this person today. I'm going to let Bina do this person. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to introduce Tracy Ellis Ross. I had, never, to put, hey, I, had hey. to put, I had to push for Tracy to be on the list. <laughs> we definitely got the whole cast. Yeah. Oh, we do. <laughs> but yeah, I had to push for Tracy to be on the list. Um... TJ just didn't understand why I said Tracy. Only because I had two people on there from the show already. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, but yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross, of course, she she's a a cast member of Blackish. Um, she hosted the AMAs this year. She's a big deal in fashion. Her Instagram videos are lit. I mean. Tracy Ellis Ross is amazing to me. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. I feel like she's my auntie um, in my head. Um, I feel like she's my auntie in my head. I, I just see Tracy Ellis Ross doing more for some reason. I want her to do more. I want to see Tracy Ellis Ross in more movies and all that. Um... But that's that's about all I got to say for Tracy. TJ, do you even have anything to say about Tracy Ross? Tracy nope. Ross. Okay, anyway. Um, so I guess we'll move on to Michelle Obama. I, I don't even know what to say about Michelle. What what is it not to say about Michelle? Black excellence. Black excellence. I mean, Michelle wrote a book this year. I I need to get that book too. But Michelle wrote a book this year that apparently is just amazing. I didn't read it though. I I really need yeah, I really need to get that book. But, I mean, she's going to always be our first lady. I don't have nothing bad to say about Michelle Obama. I think Michelle Obama should run for president in 2020. Who who her running mate? Who who her vice president? Um, Obama. 
Oh no! Oh, oh, Hillary, I guess. Hillary, yeah, 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 it could be two women. Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Do your next one. Do the next one. Okay, okay, and I'm gonna do the um, next one too. Uh, We have Chadwick Boseman. I mean, Chadwick had a great year. He was T'Challa. He had to walk. He had to walk around and do that Wakanda forever pose for a year straight. Um, I know he's sick of it. I mean, he he did Infinity Wars. I mean, Chadwick Boseman is somebody who's been on movies for years. Great movies at that. Biopics. He did the James Brown movie. Did the Jackie Robinson movie. And I felt like didn't get the full recognition until he did Black Panther. So now that everybody sees who he is, maybe, you know, now he'll get more pressing roles and not get stuck in the superhero role now that he's done T'Challa. Um, but I didn't even know Chadwick was like 45, but, um, he, he up there, but yeah, he had a great year. Um, yeah, I mean, Wakanda forever. Yeah, Chadwick had a great year. Um, it's hard to leave off the person who was the star of Mm -hmm. the biggest, one of the biggest Marvel movies. Is it Marvel? Yeah, Marvel. One of the biggest Marvel movies ever. Like, yeah, it's just, he had a great year. I mean... He gonna be saying Wakanda forever for the rest of his life. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's a darn shame. So next we have, <laughs> so next we have Ha Ha Davis. Um, the reason we chose Ha Ha Davis is because he is a, he's just taking over the internet. Mm-hmm. He's taking over social media with his um post and his his sayings. Um. Mm-hmm. This is beyond me. Oh, um, you cold, cold. Oh, yeah. Hot, hot, yeah. Go! Yeah. Go! Yeah. <laughs> like, he just, I mean, like. Oh, wait. Hit me, hit me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I like me some hot, hot. And, 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 and when, when his daddy be coming. Uh, be I mean, like, he got a new one right now when he using his daddy bathroom. Shit, man, shit, mm, man. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. yeah I, like, I, I like he just. Ha ha, just like, I mean, it's a lot of funny people on social media that we could have used, but I think Ha Ha is maybe the funniest or one of one the funniest. Of, like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's has uses a lot of like original stuff. Like you don't really see him doing a lot of his stuff is like the one where he was like um drinking, the thoughts you have Yeah. Drunk, man, I ain't never drinking again. Yeah. I can't feel my face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's really what I be a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I know you know. Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, go to the next person. Okay, and for the last person in the table, we had Shiggy. Uh, we, we had to shout Shiggy out. Shiggy had the Biggest dance of the year with the Shiggy Challenge with the In My Feelings thing. I mean, In My Feelings was already a good song, but that dance took it to a whole nother level. Um, So we got to shout him out. I don't know what he's going to do in 2019. They done danced the boy to death. Boy probably didn't want to dance that no nigga, more. That nigga um, need, he need a machine. Yeah, his, but it's crazy that that's the thing that made him big. Shiggy is funny. Like, Shiggy yeah. should have been... What? Shiggy funny. I don't be like how, like, spitting he be doing when he be talking. But he he's he's definitely funny. Hopefully, he has a good 2019. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they don't dance the boy to death. Um, Maybe he'll come up with a new challenge. I don't know. But that In My Feelings challenge took that song to a whole nother height. So, you got to um, shout him out. 
Um, so let's go ahead and move on to sports. Okay, so for sports, we have the first person we have is Serena Williams. Um, Serena is arguably the best tennis player ever. Mm-hmm. Um, this year alone, I think she won one or two majors. And then she had the whole thing about her black bodysuit that she had mm-hmm. on that they gave her a lot of slack for. And she just handled herself with so much professionalism. Mm-hmm. And, like, Nike is Nike has always been behind Serena and, and what she stands for. And, like, a black girl from Compton, like, taking over a sport that... She really has no business taking over, like, mm-hmm. just being the biggest person in that sport. So, Serena was someone that we had to include in our in our list as influential people. Because, I mean, when you think about some of role models for the little girls, I mean, Serena is somebody who you would want to, you know your little girl to look up to kind of sort of. I mean, as far as, like, just being an athlete and how she carries herself. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, so for the next one, is my favorite basketball player in the world, uh, LeBron James. I mean, what is it not to say about LeBron James? Arguably, LeBron might have had the most influential out of every... The year, he might have the biggest year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His move, his move to the Lakers, was a big deal. Something that a lot of us didn't see happening. Um, um, his school, his the school he opened. His son is lit. He ain't got nothing to do with him, I guess. But <laughs> his son gonna be crazy when he get in the league. Um, um, his influence in music. Like LeBron is damn near A and R music. If LeBron don't, I fall, mean, I wait. Hold up, now let's not go that far. I said far. damn near. Nah, that he only he's only he's only A and R the hottest niggas in the game. I said no, 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 not true because I done got on LeBron Instagram for and unheard some stuff. I was like, oh, that's kind of hard <laughs> from people I ain't never heard from. So I mean, if if LeBron ain't rocking with your music and he look pretty much like everybody, then you might be trash. But just just the. I don't know, just to see how he works social media and the influence that he have on the court. I mean, arguably, not really arguably, he is the best player in the world right now, period. And it, it ain't no it ain't no argument. Um yeah, and 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 just as a black just as a black man, the stuff that he stands for with politics, um the stuff that he just stands for with black people, period. He is another person that is unapologetically black. Um, he stood, he's standing with Kaepernick when he could easily be one of these other people in sports who just don't even speak on yeah. it because they just don't want to be involved. He, he speak on the stuff with Trump. I mean, he had, did he have Trump say something crazy about him? Like, the president Le, Le, about a basketball mm-hmm. player? LeBron is more than a basketball player. I feel like if LeBron, LeBron retired would ne- right now. He would now, never shut up he, and dribble. He like would him. never shut up and dribble. LeBron will always have something to say. He's never going to back down and. You can't do nothing but appreciate it. Yeah. Um, just a couple of things like his TV shows that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, the barber, the barbershop. He got a, a ESPN show with his friends. Mm-hmm. Like just LeBron is, you know, someone who I wasn't always a fan of on the court, but mm-hmm. you can't really say anything about his off the court. Like he's just 
I don't know. The nigga just a superhero, kind of sort of like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? How superheroes be this and that off the court, um, in their personal life, and mm-hmm. then his super, he put his he put his cape on on the court and do his thing. So like LeBron is somebody that, for the culture, just is, one of not not if not the biggest influencer, he is one of top three to five. Like just. He he moves the needle with the culture. Mm-hmm. Now you want to go to the next one? Yeah. Who who we got? Cap. Um, oh, we both can talk about Cap. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cap. What Cap has been out the NFL for two, maybe three seasons now. Um, he got the big deal. He got sponsored. He got the deal with Nike this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a lot of like. Nonprofit stuff with his organization. Um, just the, the fact that they still sell his jersey is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They still profit off his jersey. Um, he got a big endorsement deal with Nike with me- uh, memorabilia and just the fact to have someone like a big, a big corporate corporation like Nike back him is just huge. Mm-hmm. Like. And they were ready to they were ready to deal with the backlash that mm-hmm. comes with backing Kaepernick and and all of that and like Kaepernick um he got the culture behind him like every anybody who's anybody behind him uh Hove um um Braun Diddy mm-hmm. like he got he what Hove. Hove turned down the chance to perform in the Super Bowl because yeah. of, Cardi too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They they standing with him. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know about that. Okay, nigga, Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis but, Scott. Um, cool. um, but you know what I'm saying. That's what I got for Cap. Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same thing TJ said. Um, just I just respect him just for still taking a stand. I don't think it's too many people who would miss out on the money that he's probably missed out on these past few years just to say, no, I'm not going to take that because I stand for this. And if y'all not with this, then I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So you can't do nothing but respect that. Just the stance that he took. And like you said, just with Nike backing him, um, the backlash that they probably received for backing somebody like Colin Kaepernick, who white people are having an issue with, you know what I'm saying? Um, having an issue with just for what he stands for. Another person, I keep saying unapologetically black, just does not care about, I respect anybody who, who just not going to take a dollar for anything. Like he could have been probably got back in the league and took took if, some money or something, he, but if he then stop taking a knee. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He he's not gonna do that, so you can't do nothing but respect Cap. Um, we can go to the next person, Odell Beckham Jr. I don't really have nothing to say about him. Um, the reason why Odell Beckham Jr. is on this because football wise, I say Odell is probably like one of the biggest faces in the league mm-hmm. as far as like personalities. Mm-hmm. Like he hangs with all the hip hop, all the rappers, um um he he's in New York, one of the biggest cities in the world. Um he's a big he's big on social media. He's one of the best football players in the league. Um what he did an interview after he came back this year because he was hurt all of last year. He he did an interview and Lil Wayne was right by him. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's always with Drake. 
he did the in my feelings challenge. Like mm-hmm. he's just just like somebody in the culture who we recognize and we appreciate not only for what he does on the field, but you know what how he bigs up hip hop and his his style and stuff of that nature. Mm-hmm. Okay, we go to the next person. Um, we have Steph Curry, the guy Bron can't beat in the playoffs. Oh snap! My bad, bro. I was. We had we had Steph Curry. Um, I mean, of course, on Team LeBron. I, I, I don't. I mean, I can't deny what Steph Curry has done for the Warriors. Um, for the NBA period. I mean, he's arguably one of the best. You know, in the league. Um, the shot is flawless. Um, I mean, I don't really have too much to say about Steph Curry. I'm not a fan of his, so <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have too much to say. Uh, Kevin Durant, you might as well take him too. Uh, okay, him. since I since we got Steph and KD right behind <laughs> each other, uh, they've won two of the last. They've won back to back championships. Steph Curry is the you know he's the face of Under Armour. He does a lot as far as like giving shoes away to kids and the the um what what is that. San Francisco, is that what Golden State considered? The Bay, yeah. The Bay Area, yeah. yeah the Bay Area. Um, he gives away a lot of Under Armour shoes. He's a um, he has like, he owns like a small percentage of Under Armour when he signed his shoe deal last year. Um, you know, Steph is just he's a family man. You know what I'm saying? What he does, he always with his wife. What they got three kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got three yeah, kids. Sure. He finally had his boy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so what Steph does for the NBA, his community, and you know, just the culture. He he's he doesn't he speaks up about what the Kaepernick stuff about the president. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes sure he talks about the social issues. He like LeBron. He doesn't shut up and dribble. Like you know, they make their voice heard. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Durant, um, the reason Kevin Durant, you know, every, a lot of people hate him. Bina hates him. He's one of the best players in the NBA. Arguably could be considered the best by some. He's, he he's won the last two finals. Um, he's bust Bina's best friend ass in the finals the last two years. No homo. Um, huh? That's it, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, yeah, no homo. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Um, he's just... He's the he's one of Nike's biggest um ambassadors as far as um sponsors. He's just a a big deal, you know what I'm saying? Next we got Cam Newton. He's the he's the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. He's the face of Under Armour as far as like football goes. Um Cam Newton is very stylish. He always has something mm-hmm. weird dressed on, some hot water pants, some funny hat, scarf. You know, Cam is real big on um music. Um he's all he had amigos at his games, Kodak been there, you know, stuff of that nature. Next person we have Kobe Bryant. Um Kobe won uh was it an Oscar? Nah, I think it's a. It's an Oscar. He did win an Oscar, right? Yeah, he won an Oscar. It was an Oscar. Yeah. Okay, he won an for Oscar for his um. For that, for that. Was it, it the doc? Was it the documentary? Uh, I know he got like a kids TV show. I know he got. Nah, that like ain't that. what he wanted for. Yeah, he wanted for that. Oh, it was a documentary. Yeah. Okay, well, he wanted for a documentary. He have um, he has a kids show that's 
really do doing really well. Um, he had something on ESPN where he was breaking down film and you know uh, the Mamba mentality, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Kobe just in retirement. He's still been one of the biggest sports stars, a yeah. face that we recognize still. You know as you know, just doing stuff for the the culture. Mm-hmm. The next person we have is Laval Ball. Um, a lot of people don't like Laval Ball because he's loud. He talks, he's, he, he, he talks too much. He say what he want to say. But Laval Ball is the dad that everybody, you know, the uncle, the dad, he's somebody, you know what I'm saying, that we all know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He He's moving. He's pushing what he's doing. For not only his sons, but other young black kids as far as, like, how he started a league where kids got paid to play mm-hmm. play basketball. Um, he, excuse me, he, um, he took his sons overseas. His son didn't get paid. Now he brought, put him back in high school. Now he's going to challenge the NCAA where the amateur is mm-hmm. and, like, LeVar Ball, he's doing stuff that it may not be it may not be a big deal now, but if the stuff if LaMelo is able to play college basketball next year, he's setting a blueprint for other other people and you know what I'm saying? I just respect what he does. He's a great father. He loves it, you know, black kid he black man raising um mixed babies. He's part of the light skin coalition mm-hmm. with Stephen Drake, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's big, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. for him to be how he ride for his kids. Like, that nigga said the only thing the Lakers need is his three sons and LeBron James. Like, they could trade everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And he just speaks so highly of his kids and he believes in them so much. And I respect that and I respect all the divisions that he's tried to do. Even maybe they made it, they may have all not been successful mm-hmm. but I just respect him trying and like he's an entrepreneur like he's backing 90 100 he probably 199.9% you know putting this together himself mm-hmm. and the last person hey Bina I know Bina probably yeah. gonna say something yeah you, yeah you, you, you can start yeah last person we got is Uncle Shay Uncle Shay Shannon Sharp let me tell y'all something about Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, the best thing that has ever happened to sports television, period. I mean, he he like the uncle you know that you when you go to the party, you be looking for that uncle because you want to hear what he got to say. He going to turn you up. He going to crack jokes. That, Just, nigga, that nigga remind me of uncle. Um, <laughs> never mind. Oh, okay, oh, uh, yeah, he... He really the the way he analyzes sports and talk junk with it, how he be getting um Skip. skipped together. He come on the TV with, with, with his LeBron goat mask and Goat James the, the, the jerseys. He get on there with the Hennessy the and the backwoods. He eat the <laughs> edibles. He got the the, the, the backwoods. I mean Shannon Sharp is a black excellence and we must protect him at all costs. We are not going to ever let anything happen to Shannon Sharp. He is the best thing to happen to sports. Period, man. I don't even... I'm one of the people... I, I watch him. 
Like, I don't watch Stephen A. Smith and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all he, that like He that. got Stephen A. out of there. He got him out of there. Like, Shannon Sharp is the, the black go-to sports analyst. The best thing Skip could have done was get Shannon Sharp when he went to that new mm-hmm. network. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, when he just was obsessed with Nicole Murphy for like three, like three mm-hmm. to six months, every time on the show... He would say something about her. Then he took a picture with her. Yeah. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how him and Skip, like, bro, on Twitter, Shannon Sharp, it, he has a new meme every day. Mm-hmm. And he asked Twitter, why y'all do this to me, yeah. man? Like, why? Like, he's just hilarious. Like, Skip! Skip! Yeah. And he's Skip. real. Like, he not somebody that's coming on there trying to... Act like something he not. He he country, he hood, he loud. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's refreshing to see somebody on TV being their self. Every you can't day. do nothing but appreciate Shannon Every Sharp. Day. Every day. And, and like all the real niggas who come on that show, they, they show Shannon yes. love. Like even, everybody show Skip Love. It's his show. But they like real show Shannon love. You know what I'm saying? And I just respect Shannon Sharp. I just think, like, he a Hall of Fame football player. And what he do, like, on that show, like, he's the reason why that show is so successful. I'm not – he's one of the main reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he's the reason because yeah, Skip, like Skip. Yeah, yeah. Skip has a following. And, I mean, he get paid the big bucks. He but, ain't no Shannon Sharp. But what Shannon do for our culture and how he talk about the sports and – how he get niggas out of there quickly, like, um, if you fuck up, Shannon, go let you know about it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I just respect that about Shannon. Yeah. Well. So, so that's our 30 most influential people. Yeah, that's that's our 30. Um, sorry, we, we do get quite long with it, but we get into our discussions. I mean, y'all know what it is with us, so, um... Yeah, I mean, it's 2019, so this year we're going to make sure to, you know, to try to give y'all more episodes, be more Weekly consistent. to bi-weekly. Yeah, weekly to bi-weekly. Um, so, yeah, thank y'all for listening, and we'll um, see y'all next time.